my book is here, Whipping Debt's Ass. Are you broke? Do you feel broke? The age that you are and where you are in life. Do it align with your bank account. Are you robbing Peter, Paul, John, and the entire Bible just to live? In my book, Whipping Debt's Ass, let me tell y'all. I specifically outlined the details of what I went through, how I was $50,000 in debt and I gave myself 12 months, one year y'all, and in 11 months, I was able to get out of $50,000 in debt and that debt was only three cars and three credit cards. Those six items was killing us. Whipping Debt's Ass is a quick read book. You can find it on Amazon and for you Kindle readers. It's available on Kindle and my website, StanellaMoneyTherapist.com. The link to purchase the book is in a bio. Budget, save, invest, and live. Six years ago, my wife took nothing but an ideal and faith and turned it into a multi-million dollar business with multiple streams of income. As a woman possessed, she overcame all obstacles and created multiple streams of wealth that has impacted our family for generations to come. From mental health professional, to therapist, to author, to CEO, she is a constant reminder of the grace of God over her life. Get ready to listen to and take notes from Stanel, the money therapist, as she schools you on money entrepreneurship, and life skills that was not taught. No more excuses. Wake up! Thank you, Tony. Welcome back to No More Excuses, Wake Up, where we talk about money, entrepreneurship, and life skills that was not taught. I am your host, Danelle Myers, also known as Danelle, the money therapist. This week, we are continuously talking about money. We are discussing chapter five, communication style and money habits in my new book, Whipping Debt's Ass. And those of you that can see me on YouTube, I'm also recording this for my podcast, No More Excuses, Wake Up. In this chapter, I'm actually going to read it. It's not a long chapter, but I'm going to give you a lot of bits and pieces because there is definitely a link of how we communicate with our money and how we communicate with people. Because although our money does not talk to us, we are in charge of our money. So what we do with our money is what we do. We are in charge of what we do. That money can't do anything. So when we constantly spend, it's not the money fault, it's our fault. So hopefully in this chapter, you'll have a better understanding. So I'm going to read, over the course of my experience with Youth social emotional programs, I work with elementary and secondary students to teach them how to effectively communicate their thoughts, help them understand how to appropriately engage with their peers and build healthy relationships. Recently, while I was teaching a finance group, I began to realize that there's a strong correlation between our style of communication and how we handle our finances. Listening to each person express their experience regarding finances and relationship made me understand the power of communication in healthy relationships. So true. This is where, when I started teaching finances, I really started to understand Everything that I learned as an instructor teaching when I was at Camden County College, when I was working at Drexel University in Philadelphia, it 
made me really understand, wait a second, psychology is constantly what we do every day. And our money is our thoughts, it's our thought process. So my days of teaching psychology and life skills came flooding back to me. My background as a counselor in the fields of mental health relationships and finances and experience as a psychology instructor made me wonder how money and psychology were linked. The psychology behind our monetary decisions is the key to understanding so many variables regarding how we properly or improperly handle our finances. So I'm going to go into it. So there are four basic tenets of central communication styles. I don't know if you knew that, but I taught them for so many years. You have passive, you have aggressive, you have passive aggressive, and you have assertive. This is how we talk, period. Nobody tells you this, but this is how we communicate to everybody. So when we communicate with our, in our relationships with our spouse, with our children, grocery stores, our neighbors, work, you're using one of these tenets because it's already in you, right? Or how you are. So it's a part of your being, of your personality. You're either passive, you're either aggressive, you are either passive aggressive, or you are what I call where we all should be assertive. A passive communication is an avoidance of one's own feelings, meaning your own feelings and opinions. You fail to express your point of view or assert yourself out of either apathy or fear. You have explosive outbursts after reaching your tolerance threshold, oftentimes repressing your true feelings results in you not maturing in needed areas. Do you see yourself? Who out there is passive? So then in a book, I break down an, an example of passive communication. Yeah, I'm breaking it all down. You do not understand what is going on with your finances and genuinely you do not want to be an overseer of them, right? Because you're passive. When the time comes to go over the finances with your spouse or your accountability partner, you see inconsistencies and may have an idea to help in this area, but you do not speak up. And along with the current plan, although you do not agree with the current plan, you just go along with it. And this is with everything. You find yourself saying things like, I'm fine with whatever you want to do. You might even have an idea, but you're going to still say, I'm fine with whatever you want to do. Then I go and break down passive communication and money. You may feel like you have no control over your money. You stay away as much as possible from overseeing your household bills and leave that to your spouse or partner. If you are single, you do what you can and may ignore creditors, which result in poor credit. Finances make you feel intimidated. You have no order. You do not pay your bills on time. You easily get anxious and sometimes you fail to ask creditors questions because of this anxiety that you have building in you. Ultimately, you ignore the issue and nothing is resolved as the problem gets worse. That was a breakdown with passive communication. So I broke down passive communication, an example of passive communication, and passive communication and money. Do you see yourself? All right. Now, aggressive communication. Aggressive communication is where we don't want to be. <laughs> aggressive communication is the opposite of passive communication. This communication style is marked by being heavily critical of others, blaming, dominating, lack of impulsive control, rudeness, 
demanding and exhibiting low tolerance different from your own. Y'all see on YouTube, I'm fidgeting with my clothes because you know when something is you, you kind of start fidgeting. That's how people can tell when you um are um, guilty. <laughs> I can be aggressive. Okay, don't get me there. All right. Through my course of, of the years of teaching in so many different genres, I taught really all my, all my life. Aggressive communication, I just want you to understand that these communication styles, it is us. And I, I just want to break them down. So the aggressive communication. Now I'll give you an example of aggressive. Because you do not know what is going on with the finances, you lose your cool and begin to blame and make others feel responsible for your lack of knowing or understanding. Yeah, I had to pause. I know somebody like that. If the finances are not in order, it is the fault of the other persons and none of your own. You find yourself saying things like, it's all your fault that we are in this mess. If you understand this, I'm telling you, in your relationship, if y'all can come to a part to be mature and break this down, you would really get an understanding of this money. Let's take the budget out of it. Let's just talk about talking, right? Because right here, when you're aggressive with a person, in your communication, you're going to be aggressive with everything. So now an aggressive communication and money. You do not think prior to spending. You may give hasty thoughts before making a purchase, but your aggressive personality leads you to overindulgence and give no regard to responsibility. I know I'm hitting y'all out there. <laughs> yeah. You make impulsive purchases that you did not budget for, and therefore you have developed a work hard, play hard mindset. And then you say, oh, I work hard, I play hard, and then that's an excuse. It's not an excuse, boo-boo. You retort to creditors. It's often when I get the money, you'll get the money. All the while, you continue to make unbudgeted purchases. Your wants supersize your needs. You spend money while rationalizing your purchases in your head without a detailed plan. To you, it makes sense to go on a vacation that you did not budget for. Even if it means maxing out your credit cards or spending your rent or mortgage money because of your aggressive nature. Let me break that down real quick. You don't care. A lot of people that do this don't even know that they're aggressive. You don't even know that that's a part of your personality. You just do what you want to do and you say, I'll make up for it. Meanwhile, what you're doing is you're working even harder because of your personality. A lot of times our personality is the problem. The problem is us. And if we can get and understand these communication styles, then we will be, honestly, we will be 100% better. The budget will come to you and your budget. A lot of you not budgeting because of your aggressive style. I don't need the budget. For what? That's stupid. I don't have time. Well, you're going to continue to be where you are because you keep getting in the way. And this aggressive part is really a huge problem. Let's go to passive aggressive communication. This is the kicker. Passive aggressive communication is when you appear docile and cool on the surface while accepting uncomfortable situations because you struggle with confrontation. You're not a confrontational person and straightforwardness. So you struggle with that. You struggle with being straightforward. This unease turns into anger, manifesting resentment. You feel powerless and incapable of confronting or handling a situation and express your frustrations through a delicate tone. You're being fake, right? Okay. Example of passive aggressive communication. When it is time to go over the finances with your spouse or accountability partner, you do enough to get him or her off your back. Or you avoid financial conversations altogether by saying you will get to it, knowing in the back of your mind that you really do not care 
and are going to continue paying or avoiding the bills the way you see fit. This one right here, this passive aggressive communication is a kicker. It's it's a kicker because people believe you and you know you ain't gonna do it. it it's, it's a kicker. You find yourself saying things like, sure, we can handle this your way. I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't work, but you're not saying that to them. It's in the back of your head. So with passive communication with people, you got to watch them. They sneaky because they act like they're going along, but they're talking about you head and they're going to do what they're going to do, period. They're going to lie to you all the time. They're going to continue to lie to you. Trust me. Passive communication and money. You're having an inner conflict with yourself and your financial choices. You often say you will organize your bills and begin to plan and pay your debt. You know what actions you must take to get on track with your finances, but you never take them. You avoid your bills, your bill collectors, and become angry with them instead of facing the situation and working out a plan. Meanwhile, your tone is settled and calm and you may outwardly appear to be compliant. In reality, you're telling yourself you are not paying anything and continue this process so your situation does not resolve or get better. Because this area is very sensitive, you do not handle your finances in a responsible manner and will spend your money on other things you deem important. You spend money on a vacation or the purchase of a car without finding a solution or owning your responsibility to get your debt paid. Problem. What's scary to me is that I can pull out somebody's communication style quick because I've been doing this for so long. I'm getting distracted right now in my head why I am doing this because I can see different people that is in all of these different type of communication styles and it's kind of distracting me. Passive aggressive communication to me in my professional opinion is the absolute worst they fake you don't even know what's coming i'm talking about in relationships you think they love you they fake super fake and that's all because of the struggles with their inner being it's a struggle they just don't know how to be honest or real and then that honestly that comes i'm staying on this a little bit that comes right inside with your money because of their passive and they cool you think they cool but they not cool and that's because they don't know how to confront they don't know how to be straightforward they avoid these confrontations so good they so good at it that they swing you along and nothing is nothing is getting done not money relationships nothing is getting done so I hope I help you with that. So let's go on to where we all should be. Assertive communication. Assertive communication is an awareness of your emotions. That includes an express value of yourself and your time, as well as an awareness of people's feelings. You are appropriate in expressing your needs and wants and possess good listening skills. As problems arise, they are addressed, which allows maturity to manifest. Assertiveness. An example of assertive communication, when it is time to go over the finances, you have a detailed weekly or bi-weekly or monthly budget. All budgeted income is linked to paying bills with concrete plans of what will happen with a surplus of money and you and your spouse or accountability partner on the same page with a plan. So that means that you have everything aligned. 
Everything is budgeting. You sit down, either you get paid weekly, bi-weekly, monthly, and you are figuring this thing out. That's assertive. If either person has an input, it is respectfully discussed, ending with a compromise or an execution of the plan for either party. Because when you're assertive, it don't matter who came up with the plan. Let's just win. Let's win together. Let's whip this debt ass together. You find yourself saying things like, we are equally responsible for handing our money and we are going to do this the right way together. Assertive communication and money. You make rational purchases, decisions, and save for larger purchases. I'm going to say that again. You make rational purchasing decisions and save for larger purchases. You develop a financial goal that are related to meeting your needs while working from a detailed financial plan. You learn through trial and error and confront yourself when you are about to make an unplanned and irrational purchasing decision. That is assertive. You make financial improvements in need in needed areas and have confidence in how you control your finances. You budget for high priced items. You want instead of making impulsive purchases. Remember, we talk about that impulsive and aggressive. Where aggressive, they have excuses. Where assertive, you are saying, okay, I know that I want to go on this vacation. You want to go to the Bahamas. And you know that vacation to the Bahamas is going to run you a good $4,000. Instead of saying, okay, I'm just going to just start charging the $4,000. You don't do that. What you do is you plan it out. You plan it out months in advance. Six months is always the key. Plan it out even four, depending on your money. You, your money depends on your time. People just don't get this. You can't just go out and do stuff because if your money low, you need more time. If you got long money, you can do it in a short amount of time. Just plan. That was an insert. So when your friends or family ask to borrow money, you tell them no. So let me go back to that. When your friends or family ask to borrow money, you tell them no, because you're assertive, right? Because when somebody is borrowing money, nine times out of 10, they're not going to pay you back. They can't afford to pay you back because they're borrowing money. I have honestly two people that can borrow money. It's my niece and my son. Other than that, can't nobody borrow money. None of my kids, nobody, nobody can't borrow money. And the reason why they can't borrow money is because their history. If you borrowed money before and this and this happens, normally you ask to borrow money and I'll let you. But if you borrow money before and you can't pay me back, I don't care if it was $20. You can never borrow money from me again. And that's being assertive. It's assertive communication doesn't always sound good and it doesn't always feel good, but it's good for your soul. So that's where we want to be with assertive. You do not lie or make excuses. Rather, you educate them about financial planning so they can learn to be independent. Now, you know, when somebody asks me for money, they don't give a damn about financial education. <laughs> Listen, when you assertive, you got to teach these people out here in these streets to never come back to you again and ask you for no damn money. You got a life of your own. You can't just be lending out money because people think you got money. You can't do that. You got your own life, your own kids, your own wants, your own needs. No, go and figure it out. But don't tell them that. That's not assertive. Okay, you hearing it from me, another money therapist. That's not assertive. Being assertive, you wanna, you are going to not make excuses, but you're honestly, you're going to educate them. You're going to talk to them. You're going to say, okay, what's going on? Why do you need to borrow money? I mean, they not may not want to hear, but you asking that person for money. Okay, let me give you some pointers. They're going to come back to you again. But when you tell them no, they never going to come back to you. 
And it is what it is. Because that person is, trust me, they're not a bad person, but they're not the only person that is coming to you. So imagine that person coming to you and then you got two other people coming to you and then you still got your own life to live and you still have your own goals. It's not fair. So instead of saying no, it's not fair because it's not fair. You don't, you just, as an adult, you just don't borrow money. You figure the shit out. You don't borrow money. So that's assertive. <laughs> So this is actually in my book, Women That's Ass. And then in my book, I have a money tip at the end of every chapter. And the money tip for this chapter, chapter five, communication style and money habit. The tip is keep a journal and write down your current style of communication. Identify the financial area or areas in which you struggle to be assertive. Chart the action steps you will take to help you in that area. Repeat this process for each area you need to address. This takes time, but you must be honest with yourself and speak the truth. Period. Let's take money out of the equation. Just be assertive. Be assertive. Be true to yourself. Just be true. Doing this will help you make better choices when it comes to how you spend your money. If you stay the course, you will see a change in your communication style with money while working towards being assertive with your finances. You will also see a change as you become more assertive in your personal relationships. So I hope this chapter has helped you. Chapter five, communication style and money habits. Go and get my book on Amazon. It is on my website, stanellamoneytherapist.com. I am on social media, Instagram, Facebook, at stanellamoneytherapist. You can email me at contactstanellamoneytherapist if you have any questions. I am also starting a Facebook group. It is called Whipping Debts Ads. And you do need a book in order to join the group. And we're going to get into any question and every question that you have about money that is in the book or outside of the book. But you do have to have a book. Go out there and whip that ass. No more excuses. Wake up. Thank you for listening to No More Excuses, Wake Up. If you love the show, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes or Spotify. To learn more about me and my different agencies and what I do, go to StanellMyersEnterprises.com. While you're there, check out Money Therapy Institute and watch my video where you will see me doing a little acting, showing you how I fought and kicked down closed doors. You can also click on Stanella Money Therapist and get my free budget spreadsheet. And of course, you can email me at contact at stanellamoneytherapist.com. I'm also on social media on Facebook at Stanella Money Therapist and Instagram at Stanella the Money Therapist. No more excuses. Y'all know what y'all need to do. Wake up. Hey, smart people. I have a three-month one-on-one personal or business coaching program. As you all know, I paid off $50,000 in debt in one year. I will teach you how I stayed out of debt using my burner method and personal life spreadsheet I created to fit my lifestyle and keep me on track. You will learn how to understand your money communication style 
using my financial treatment plan. Also, if you own a small business and you feel stuck with cash flow or feel disorganized, I teach business owners and self-employed entrepreneurs such as yourself to financially maximize your money, build wealth using your business income, and retire working on the business while your business continues to run, such as myself. You can book a call with me. The link is in the show notes.